Good evening out there. Welcome back. This is Unapologetic Radio. As you may know by now, or as you should know by now, I am your host, Scratch, and once again, I got G and Jig with me in the building. Fellas, how have y'all been? It's been a minute. How have y'all been? Chilling, man. Hey, man, I'm all right. I'm good. Grinding, you know. Now, Jig, you uh, you want a little, little vacation right now, ain't you? More on vacation, and I mean, but my yeah, my girl is here with me. Where'd y'all go? You went to Baltimore, right? Yeah. Nice. It's a cool day. Went to the aquarium. Went out to eat a couple times. Nice. Just been chilling, you know. By Baltimore. Baltimore. It was supposed to be my family reunion, but it got canceled. But we was like, we already got the time off, so we might as well still go down there. Oh, wait, 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 wait. That's cool, that's cool, that's cool. Okay, and then, um, you know, Isaac, Mr. Full Access Athletics, you've been <laughs> busy, you've been moving. Like, I need you to just fill everybody in, like, since the last time we recorded. Just tell the people, like, what has been going on with Full Access, man? All right, look, so, you know, last time Full Access, we had the, uh, we had the basketball clinic going on. The three days one. So since then, homie started uh basically, which is which has been going good, you know. Got a couple of teams in there. Um, got a monthly going. Got another basketball clinic coming out starting out starting up in August. Um, then at the same time, got another monthly starting up in September, you know. So for so actually been doing the same. Really try to get this mentoring thing off the ground now too, but for the most part, yeah. That's that's what I did, man. If anybody wants to know more info, you know, check out the Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, for Access. I love hearing that. And you know, you had the basketball tournament, and unfortunately, the league. You know the uh, the the men's league. I'm sorry, yeah, the men's league. And yeah. you know, we we took the L, man. Man, we took the L, but it was a funny game, though. It was a hilarious game. Like, scratch, touch earth. I touch yeah. earth, man. And, if, <laughs> and for the listeners, if you don't know what touch earth means, that means somebody crossed you up so bad that you fell and touched the basketball court. I, I was. Yo, what made it so funny was, yo, <laughs> like a few plays before, I, I walked past because I was like, yo, come get me on the next dead ball, right? Next dead ball, come. I forgot I even said that to him and I wanted to st- keep playing, but I was like, you know what? Nah, just go take a seat. I go sit down. Reggie, he got all this energy coming off the bench or whatever. He want guard his man full court. He want to he want guard his man from the inbound. <laughs> Home hit him with some shit. <laughs> and Reggie, Reggie fall down to his knees. And when he turn over, like I'm sitting right there, he just staring at me in the face. Yo, I had to try so hard not to laugh. <laughs> Yo, y'all. When y'all said that, I was rolling. I said to the Reggie's like, yo, when mm-hmm. I got it, I looked straight at Jig down court. Like, I was rolling. Bro. It was so bad because, like, I'm like, yo, he can't handle the ball. I got him. And then I went for the reach. He must have put it behind his back or something. And then my knee just yeah, I think, buckled. I think, yeah, I think he did put it behind his back. Yeah, he put it behind his back. It wasn't like back. a crazy crossover, but. Uh. My knee buckled. Next thing I know, I'm kneeling on the court. And I try to get up so quick, and then I just see me and Jig just make dead eye contact. And mentally, I was in my head like, 
yeah, that, this, <laughs> this just happened. Like, you didn't imagine anything. Like, this literally but just not, happened. Yo, the funny thing about it was that's not the face you had on. You made the face where it's like, yo, come on, son. He didn't even do it. <laughs> like, that's why I was trying so hard not to laugh. Yeah. <laughs> and that homie was whispering and talking trash to Isaac or whatever. And Isaac ain't know he was talking. So he said, yeah, I'm uh, talking I... to you, nigga. Oh, my yeah, son ASAP Rocky. Yeah, my son was talking chat, I was talking junk, but he was whispering. So I, I wasn't catching it. One time, that he, he was like, "Yo, you gotta watch those passes. They shaky." I'm like, I'm like oh, "Who's homie talking to?" After a while, he's like, yeah, I'm "Talking to you." I'm like, you talking to me, bro? Yo, that was funny. Yeah. Nah, that game was crazy. When I saw you brought it homie up court, I was like, I want to tell you, like, yo, Reggie, fall back a little bit, bro. Like, I don't think you had the I mean, need for that. I, I felt like, you know, put the pressure on him, make him fumble the rock, but that, that just backfired, and, yeah, got my knee snatched. So Who won last night? Um. Oh, so, um, Hassano's won. Choice team, the green shirt team, they won. I mean, they lost, actually. They lost to Bucket Lines. The, the, um, Wait, Russ team lost? Nah, Russ team, team won. They beat them. Yeah, Russ team okay. won. They, they, they beat Joey's team, the blue team. Um, Bucket Lines versus um, the, green, the green shirt team. So it was the white shirt team versus the green shirt team. They played a good game. They won by like four or five. But that game was, that game was real. I ain't even going to lie. So Russ team was automatically in the championship? Yeah. So... Um, the team that's gonna have to battle it out right now is gonna be um, Bucket Lions versus um, the Red Shirt team. Um, whoever wins out of that two faces Red team. So that's it. That's it. It's gonna be a good. It's gonna be a good like final. But you know, enough of that. This is what we're here for. We're here to talk some topics, right. and um, we got an interesting topic today. So what we're gonna do is. Uh, kind of like a personality reflection, personality reflection, I'm sorry, allow the audience to get to know us a little bit, and I, I think it's cool, somebody at my job, you know, he did it on me, pause, and I thought it was cool, so, that's a wild pause, that's a wild pause, ain't no grown man ever done nothing on me before, yeah. oh. that's wild, I don't know what job you got, but. It's crazy Whoa. shit going on over there. Like I was saying, like I was saying, so what's going to happen is I'm going to ask them their top five and no particular order of a certain of a certain topic. And then what's going to happen is from there, rapidly, whoever wants to go first will say the responses. Now, the whole point of it is to whoever comes off the top of your head first. Now, automatically, you're going to rearrange your list after, but whoever comes to the top of it, Whoever comes to the top of your mind first, that's who you say. And <clears throat> from there, we'll be able to build a conversation, build a discussion, and explain our reasoning and everything. So with these five things, I want to tell y'all fellas that they can be a person, place, or a thing. All right? It could be a person, place, or a thing. So who wants to go first? Who wants to participate first? Wait, wait, wait. So, so let me get this right. So, we're going to say our top five, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. It has to be, it got to be an order. No, no uh, order. Just who you feel like these are your top five in, uh, in, in regards to this particular subject. And then once you two go, 
since I already did it, I'll tell y'all my five, my reasoning, just to give y'all a little bit more understanding and of how it, how it's going to be. And then from there, you could just handle it from there. But yeah, so it's your five, just in general, top five, no order, person, place, or a thing. All right, who wants to who wants to try it out first? Oh, All right, so, All right, so Jig will go first. Okay, so Jig, what we're gonna do is your top five. All right, your top five cultural icons. It can be a person, place, or thing, but your top five cultural icons. Go. Uh, Muhammad Ali, Malcolm X. Martin Luther King, Marcus Garvey, and uh, and the Great Mosque. And the Great Mosque. Okay, Jima, go. Uh, I'm gonna go with Martin Luther King, Malcolm X for sure. Um, I'm gonna go with Marcus Garvey too. Um, Kobe Bryant. Um, <laughs> my last one. You said cultural icon? Mm-hmm. Yo, does Jesus Christ count as a cultural icon? Yes, he does. Yeah. Yes, he does. Yep. I'm going to go with that. I should have said made that my one, but I'm going go with that. This, this is how I know we're, we're good friends because literally my five is Muhammad Ali, Malcolm X, Eddie Murphy, Allen Iverson, and I'm, I'm going to mess y'all up with the last one. The last one is... The Afro hairstyle. Now, the Afro, the Afro, the Afro. So, so now some of us, you know, Malcolm X, Muhammad Ali, both on 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 our list. But let me explain the Afro real quick. So the reason why I picked Afro is because for me, it means much more than just like a hairstyle. It's like the symbolism behind it. Like when you when I think of the Afro, I think of strength, unity, you know, peace, power. And then what I love about the Afro is that it could take you back to a certain time period, whether it be the 70s, you know, black liberation or the or hippies. Or you could even take it to the 80s and 90s where we get different variations of the Afro. We get the flat top. We get all types of fades and everything like that. And just what it represents and what it means. And it's not just like a... A black thing, because, I mean, anybody was wearing an afro, you know? So, that's what I liked about it. That's what I, I feel like when you see that, like, what it represents, whether it be the Panthers, whether it be Kid and Play or something like that. I mean, it's just Pam Greer, whatever the case may be. It's just it's just real, real global, and, I mean, everybody loves it. And then, you know, <clears throat> I had Allen Iverson on the list. I mean, AI, I mean, you know, we growing up. Homies was cutting socks up to wear them as sleeves, headbands. Everybody wore hey, number I three. Forty with the French braids. Exactly. <laughs> born ready. Word exactly. Born ready. <laughs> you know. <laughs> and just growing up, you know, the hot thing now was to shoot a three. But back in the day, you know, everybody was just trying to cross somebody up, and that all comes from like AI. Like AI was really. I mean, come on, they they implemented a dress code because of the man. And I think what I love most about AI is that. Um, you know, he 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 let us know that it's okay to be yourself. Like, and in a in a in a in a place where they didn't really want him to be himself, he said, "You know what? I'm gonna go against the grain. I'm gonna do me regardless." Like, so that's what I love about him. I mean, Eddie Murphy, easily one of the greatest comedians ever. But the man got 
classics under his belt. Stands up, uh, movies, whatever. Like he got classics under his belt. Very influential. And for me, I don't think anybody really did it to the magnitude that he did it on both stand up and in the movies. You know, and Muhammad Ali. I mean, what can I what can I not say about Muhammad Ali? Like he stood up for his people, and the times where that was a real pivotal moment. Uh, and they almost ruined his career. And then on top of that, like he was able to bounce back and he was still, and still is considered one of the, if not the greatest boxer of all time. But I really just love the fact that he stood up for his people, no matter what he knew he was going to go broke. He knew he was going to go to jail, but he stood up for his religious beliefs and his people. And I love that about mom and Ali. And I mean, Malcolm X, I mean, we've mentioned Malcolm X on this, uh, on this podcast before and how his principles, his beliefs, you can still see reflections of that today. And once again, you know, what I like about Malcolm X is, you know, he was able to, to evolve into Malcolm X. You know, he was just on the streets in the early part of his life, but he had to go to jail, find himself, find religion. He was able to evolve and become influential. And if you really look at Malcolm, you know, Muhammad Ali really doesn't do what he does without Malcolm X's influence. You don't really get the Black Panther liberation Without that, Malcolm X influence. So he, he himself. I mean, he was very, uh, very pivotal. So that that's who I consider my cultural icons, man. I respect it. The Afro did throw me off, though. Yeah, it throws it, throw, it throws everybody off. I'm not gonna hold you. It throws everybody off. Now, what about y'all? Why did y'all pick? Uh, who did? Who y'all picked? You said we could make changes, Cloud, right? Yeah, if you feel like you need to make changes, you can make changes. Oh. Yeah, I might have to make a change to one of mine. Now that I'm thinking about it, yeah, I said it. Yeah. Man, I might have... stay the same. You just gonna stay the yeah. same? Yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, there's other people that you could put on there, but it's like I wouldn't put anybody else over over anybody or anything over. Actually, I would. I would. That's how I was thinking. Me too. I, I I might have to change mine up a little bit, but for me, for the most part, um. I said, like I said, um, Martin Luther King won because, you feel me? Just, he's like, honestly, he kind of like paved the way, you know what I'm saying? Not just him in general, but, you know what I'm saying? He, is, he gave a lot of people courage, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. To be able to speak up. And the way he went at it, you feel me? Because at the time, it was an eye for an eye, but if, for him, he was more like, yo, Listen, it's not an eye for an eye. Like, that doesn't work, you feel me? So, this non-violent movement, if I could get people to think, like, yo, what, what's going on? If you could get, a, to get people to look at black people differently, you feel me, then that's going to make a major impact. So that's why I, I think um, Martin Luther King. Um, Malcolm X, because kind of like for the same reasons you said, bro, um, at first, he was a rebel while I was there at first, but it took him, I like what you said, he went to jail, then he went to the Mecca and stuff like that. He started preaching that nonviolence too towards the end of his yeah, but Just like his whole, just like his whole, um, I like, I like people who like, start, who get in touch with their roots, you know what I'm saying? So, you all know Malcolm X wasn't his real name. Like the X, you know what I'm saying? Was stands for because he, he got in touch with his roots and figured out like, uh, my name is passed out from, from like third generation and stuff like that. So 
just him bringing light to that. And also, he was mad. He was inspiring young, younger generations as well, you know what I'm saying? So he, him and Malcolm Martin Luther King, a lot of young black people looked up to them at the time. So just him getting his head on straight and, like, preaching, just, you know what I'm saying, preaching that, that was good stuff. And, like, just having, giving, like, being, like, intellectual black people was, uh, was that was just up. Um, who else did I say up there? I had Kobe Bryant, of course, I had Kobe Bryant, because honestly, Kobe Bryant, to me, he kind of like, kind of like showed me like that competitive nature, bro. How to always be competitive and not take no type of slack, bro, from nothing. So that's why I put Kobe up there, because honestly, my whole attitude towards like anything is like win, 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 win. And I got that from Kobe, like, got that from Kobe amongst other people, amongst my family members and growing up in my house and my parents and all that. But seeing it in person, like, a lot of people say, like, women ain't everything, but seeing it, like, Kobe, like, Kobe's attitude towards it and, like, his dedication to be great, yeah, I had to, I had to put him up there. Um, Marcus Garvey's thing, same thing, you know, Smart man, I, I like him because he got in touch with his roots too. Although he's born of Jamaican descent, he helped. He started a lot of things. And he also started like he went to Ghana one time, and like he saw like that, that whole Black Star movement thing. So I, I I put him up there. And who else? And I had Jesus Christ, of course, because nobody is perfect apparently, right? Nobody in this world is perfect, but. Mm-hmm. He was the, he was the, to me, he, I guess, he was the closest thing to it, so. But you, in life, when you strive to do good, try, whatever you strive to do, like, that's like the perfect image, or that's like the thing to try to be, you know what I'm saying? I mean, nobody's gonna be perfect or like problem free or anything like that, but just knowing that like somebody walked on this earth and like hat was like, was like that, like, it, it, it makes you feel good. And the same to believe in, you know what I'm saying? So, why not? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I respect it. Mine was just, I think the only, only one that I, that I was changing is I was taking Marcus Garvey off of mine, and I was going to put, uh, I was going to put Muhammad on mine. Um, just because of, just because he, he, he kind of he, he teaches, like, all Muslims, like, the way, like, like, like the way to live, like and it just didn't seem right to put the mosque, like the great mosque, on there, and then I have the man that that teaches us the way the way that we're supposed to be living and everything on there, mm-hmm. and then uh, Muhammad Ali just because it's like Reggie, Reggie, how you say, like he stood up for his people, and he put that he 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 put his religion and his people before before fame, money, and his legacy, but at the same time, because he believed in him, himself and his ability so much. He was able, he, he, and he and he wasn't scared to ask for favors. You know what I'm saying? Because he did have to ask for a few favors or whatever, like for him to get back on the map. He put himself right back on or whatever, and his career was right back on. And he never had to sacrifice anything. You know what I'm saying? And then um, who was the other one? Malcolm X, Malcolm X, and Martin Martin Luther King. Like I felt like they both ate off of each other. Like even though they didn't they didn't work together, they did work together. You know. Yeah. Like one of them, like like neither of them would would, would not have been as successful without the other one. It's like yin and yang, almost. 
Oh, I want to I want to change I want to change one of mine too. I wanted to change um I want to change I might have wanted I wanted to change um the Marcus Garvey one too. I like him. He's a good man. But I probably would have changed him with um Eric Thomas or Les Brown. One of those two one who? of those two. Who? Eric 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 Dr. Eric Thomas or Les Brown. These are like um some people who like they I, I guess they now you could consider them like motivational speakers, but I was looking into them and basically homie started from nothing, like this dude you know the dude who be like if you want to succeed as bad as you wanna breathe, then you'll be successful. Yeah, yeah, I know who Eric Thomas is E. T. Yeah, E. T. Yeah, yeah, him. I'll probably put him up there because He's like a prime example of starting like hitting rock right bottom and like turning your life around. You know what I'm saying? Everybody loves that type of story and it gives a lot of people hope. So I listen to him a lot and like honestly, just listening to him a lot like really helped me in whatever I'm trying to do too. So I'm, I'm gonna have to put him up there. And I'll probably take Marcus Garvey out. And same thing with Les Brown. Like they like the same. Like they both stay like they both motivate in different different like speaking wise, but. Yeah, I, I have to put them up there. I might have to look up those two because I'm not sure if I ever heard of them. Yeah, look them up, bro. The things they say might change your life, bro. I'm not even lying, bro. Because I mean, they say a lot of like positive things and like it really changes the way you think and view people, everything like that. So I, I have to put them up there because honestly. A lot of the things that they like, I've been listening to them say, like, I, it helped me to full access and uh, like, just going, going to get it. So, I'm not being lazy, you know what I'm saying? So, I'm about to put them up there. Okay, so now let me let me ask y'all this: Why do y'all think that you know we have some of the similar uh, similar peoples on our list, like uh, like a uh, like a Malcolm X, Muhammad Ali? Why do you think all three of us? Why why that may be the case? Uh, young black men in America. I wouldn't even say that because it was, it was probably plenty of young young black men or whatever that that wouldn't that wouldn't have those same fives or even mention those dudes up there. You know what I'm saying so. I think it's just like minds. Yeah. Also, I feel like because we all in touch with like we all in touch with like our uh. We're on the same wavelength. Yeah. yeah, like we all in touch with like some part of our roots. So like. Right. I don't. I don't know. I feel like because like we all touch some part of it, like our roots that we, I I guess like I guess you gravitate towards like those type of people. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Those type of comp- like like my, my, like Muhammad Ali, the competitor side, but also like the activist side to it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I guess it's just dudes but, recognizing what's real. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. Yeah. And for for us, I feel like. Me, you, Jay, we like we trying to make change, right? We, we like we trying to educate as well, so that's why we got those same type of people up there because they like young at the time, the young educated, so that's what we trying to do. So yeah, like, everybody got people watching them, so you know you got you got to make sure you're making the right decisions. Right, 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 exactly. So I feel like that's why for us, that's why we got like. Some of the same type of people up there, and because like we're we not cool with each other, so you know, like my 
Like what Jay said, like mine. Yeah. Like, like people hang with like people, you know? That yeah. is a fact. That's a fact. If your friend a hoe, you a hoe. <laughs> if your friend's real, you real. Like, not real say, if you look at, like, groups of friends or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Everyone's usually the, the same type of people. You might have yeah. different personalities, like, as far yeah. as, like, all your interests or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Like, y'all all, y'all move around the same way. That, that is it, a fact, yeah. And, and, and then that will, that's what makes y'all bond because y'all can yeah. have conversations about these things that y'all all equally yeah. like, you know? And y'all could collaborate. Yeah, like me and Reggie don't agree on anything outside of this shit. Like, <laughs> like, yo, honestly, we, we, we really don't agree on much. We really nah, don't. Y'all really, y'all be like, like, y'all was saying that when Reggie said that in the group chat, like, yo, me and Jay, we never agree. I'm like, yo. Yeah, I we, forgot what it was that we agreed, but it was like, yo, like, I don't, don't understand, like, how, like, anybody, like, could see this a different way. Or, like, like, when I, like, I, when I, I agree what? with Jig, like, it takes a lot out of me to admit that. You know, I can it's like, damn, I really, I really, I'm really on his side right now. You know, it's not sometimes, not sometimes you'll say something that I agree with and I won't say nothing because like, I don't feel the need to really jump in that conversation. But there's sometimes we do just be talking crazy. And it's like, yo, what are y'all talking about? Yo, like he's a hundred percent right. Like, that, and, that I hate, and I hate to have to say that. I didn't really expect all of us to have the same thing. Uh, maybe Malcolm X, I kind of expected that, but for everything else, I I really didn't expect it. But it was kind of cool, kind of dope, and I think that's why this podcast is the way it is. And then another thing about that, about the people I selected, I mean, just just off the name of off the, off of this podcast, unapologetic. All of the people I mentioned are the same way too in their ways, unapologetic for what they stood up for and what they believed in. Like they they believed in something and they ran with it. And didn't let anybody tell him otherwise. Like, right. and so right. when when Jig put that name in that group chat, it was it was just perfect. It was perfect. And based off the people that you named, based off the people that Isaac named, it was everything. Everything the stars aligned almost. I don't know. That's that's how I be looking at stuff, man. Yeah. Uh, I I agree with you, Eddie. I agree with you, and I agree with what Jake said. Like, like. Like 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 mine, bro. Like you don't see the eagles eagles hanging out with pigeons, bro. They fly alone. You know what I'm saying? So I agree. I, I agree with what y'all wrote. Bro. Everything y'all saying it makes perfect sense. Now now let me ask y'all this one because I knew nobody was gonna put it on their list, but we all like it. Damn. So hip hop. We all like hip hop. Why didn't any of you two feel the need to put hip hop on the, on that on that top five? Honestly, mm-hmm. honestly, for me, hip hop, I don't know. It's it's too it's too it's, it's too I don't know, it's too much. Like and I I don't know if it's, like not like it's too much for me. Like I don't feel like I feel like because the message the messages that come from hip hop artists could be interpreted any way is why I couldn't put them in my top five as like cultural leaders. You know what I'm saying? Somebody, somebody might have a message from, say, who, I don't know, whoever, whoever, whoever is lit right now. They might have a message from Jay-Z or whatever. And they can interpret it any way. Like, yo, he's saying that he made a note off of this, he made a note off of doing this, or he made whatever, whatever off of that. And they can interpret it as, yo, he's saying that he made it this way, so we should go do it this way, or he's saying he made it 
he started out this way. You shouldn't start out that way and go do it this way. So that's why I feel like they, it's, 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 it's too wishy-washy. I, mean, I want people that are straightforward. I put people that are just straightforward. You know their cause. You know what they're going for. It's not an issue. It's not a debate what they stand standing for. That's why I didn't put no hip-hop artists in my top five. Not saying that stuff. Like any hip hop artist, whatever they say is like, um, it's not it's they that with, when they're producing whatever music is not what you watchy. But what I'm saying is for the interpreter or the listener, it's not enough. So for me, like I used to listen to a lot of uh, D Block and the Locks, and I honestly like, I could it could go either way. Like, like I like. Do I really want to be a G like like, like like them or like what am I like what am I listening to? You feel me? So that's why I didn't that's why that's why I didn't put no you know hip hop artists in my top five. Yeah, my my thing with it is just what it was the top five uh, top five. What was it again? Cultural oh. icons. <clears throat> yeah, cultural icons or whatever. So me, my thing is like. Like when you look at icons or whatever, like the first thing that comes that comes into mind to me is like is following an audience and and you know what I'm saying an influence or whatever. And me personally, I don't think it's not a knock to hip hop because I do recognize that hip hop probably is the, the fast. It probably is the fastest growing in the the biggest like fad like today right now. Is it controls the social media waves everywhere everywhere you go in the world right now. But I don't think it's been more influential than any of the five things that I just named. Because from one to five, I mean, I, I can't put them in order, mm-hmm. but from one to five, I think I had Muhammad Ali. And if you look at Muhammad Ali, he had it in, he was the face of boxing and boxing's golden era or whatever. Millions and millions of fans all across the world. He went over to Africa and had people chasing him around in the streets when these motherfuckers didn't even have TVs to know who he really right, was. Right. You know what I'm saying? But his, but people. But people didn't. People didn't know who he was. Martin Luther. You can go. Martin Luther King got a street in every major city in America. I'm saying he's he's, he's got he's got. I'm saying he's got he's got exhibits and and museums all all over the world. You know what I'm saying people all over the world know who he is. Like people a hundred years from now will know specific stories about him or whatever because he like, he changed a lot. And the same thing with Malcolm X. Or whatever his book is to me the most influential book I've ever well the second most influential book I've ever read and then the great mosque or whatever for me as as a Muslim or whatever like people there are millions of people that travel that travel there just just to pray in that mosque every year they travel all the way over to Mecca just to pray in that mosque every year and Muhammad if you look at it if you google it or whatever there's a I think as uh, Michael Hart's uh, most influential people in history, he's the number one most influential person in the history of the world. Yeah. So for me, it's just like it just didn't like hip hop. You know what I'm saying it like I, it's not, I wouldn't be mad if anybody put it on their top five, but for my top five, it's just it's just not more influential and not more iconic than anything than anything that I named. It's too controversial to like be put up there. You're like, I mean, it, I, 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 I I I agree with Jake. Like, um, hip hop is like probably like the fastest growing influence now especially because of social media but I feel like like the, like what you said cultural influences I feel like hip hop itself is like is like too controversial controversial I mean not saying that these guys what is it still for 
then it starts controversy within, especially within America. But same for like the whole aspect of it, like it's like even people within the hip hop culture have controversy. You know what I'm saying? Like they don't like I feel like they don't really understand it themselves. So that's why that's why I me mean, I couldn't really put it up there in my in my top in my top five. So so. Mm. But at the same time, like I do recognize that throughout the history, even though hip hop, whatever hip hop is right now, whatever the history of hip hop, like is largely ingrained in, in black culture. Oh, so, like that's why I said I can't be mad if anybody puts it in their top five. It's just, oh, just not something I'll put in my top five for most iconic. Oh, so it's 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 honestly it's it's basically it's 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 part of like the black culture, honestly, hip hop. Black culture is called hip hop culture, so. Right, but at the same, I don't know, man. At the same time, it's just like it has so much. To me, it seems like it has so much backlash with it, right? Just because, like, sometimes the messages begin skewed, and like, especially nowadays, hip hop. I don't even know what hip hop is nowadays. There's too much. Like, I don't know what it is to be honest. I haven't listened to like to none of these new guys in so long. You know, like, I don't know who's hot, who's not, so I can't really speak on it. But yeah, I know some of the songs. But I don't know any of the artists, though. Yeah, so that's 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 just my thing. Do you find yourself in your day to day activities trying to inform people uh, in your day to day life about whether it be the mosque, whether it be about? Um, you know, Kobe Bryant's dedication. Like, do you find yourself at least trying to spread spread what you love about these influences to other people who may not be familiar with them? Yeah, definitely. I mean, at work, at work, I have um, I, I have I have Muslim beads like hanging, like hanging, like right over my uh, like right over my workstation. So anytime somebody comes back there that hasn't been there before, that's always the first thing that they see, and they always ask me about that right away, and I always start start going in and telling telling them about that. Um I mean, y'all know me, I was I was a vice president of the BSU or whatever. I used to always talk about Malcolm X and uh and Martin Luther King in the meetings or whatever and especially like the debates and the open floors and everything. So I used to always try to spread spread like what the messages that they were really getting across. And then um as far as Muhammad Ali, like like I love boxing or whatever. So I always I jump at any chance to like like to talk boxing or whatever and to talk the man that, that Muhammad Ali stood stood for was. So for me, like I I'm not gonna sit here and say I talk about him every single day, but like I do jump at the chance to talk about all of, to talk about all of these five to my five icons or whatever as much as I can. Wait, so Reggie, ask what was your question again? What was your question again, Scrum? Um in your day to day life, do you find yourself Telling other people about who your influences are, trying to at least spread that knowledge of your influences onto other somebody else. All right, so, all right, for me, for my day to day, I try, yeah, I try to. I, it's not, a, it's not like a topic that I just start like a topic, like an icebreaker for me. It's not something I'm reaching. I'm like, yo, so Michael Max is such a great, you know what I'm saying? That's not how I do it. But on a day to day basis, I try to talk about my influences. You know what I'm saying? Or what got me to where I'm at. I mean, that's basically what the four actors brand is about, you know. Good role models and mentoring and stuff like that. To all these kids. But for me, I try to do it through like 
like basically how Jake was saying, like he has the beads hanging now from his um his dab or whatever. And people ask him like, "What's this or whatever, whatever." I me, mean, I try to do it based off of my character and how I, how I, um how I um portray myself. You feel me? So I'm not going out in the world all like making myself like the next black, like the next, like the next person. And I'm, I'm not gonna say black person or white person. I'm not making myself like the next person. I'm holding myself to a high standard. That way, when I do come in contact with you, it's why do you act this way or why do you why do you move it? Why do you move a certain way? That way, like it invites people to to learn about my influences or what influences me. So, for the most part, I think I do on a day to day, just based off of the way I carry myself and the way I like I go about things, trying to like let people know, like yo, everything you see, like especially what's going on now, it's not you know what I'm saying. It's not. It's not the end, you know what I'm saying? You can't really mix yourself, you feel me? Just being like, being focused and looking up to your icon, you know what I'm saying? Because what the world needs right now is role models. Like me, you, Jay, whoever. That's what the world needs right now, role models. Especially for these young kids coming up, the younger generation and stuff. The young cats coming up, so. For me, I just try to do it through. I don't, ha- I don't say, like, I don't say, like, out my mouth all the time, like yo, Michael Michael Max is my is, is an influence in my life, or Kobe's influence in my life. But when I'm doing certain things, if I'm on the court, you're gonna see me. You're gonna be like yo, when this dude play ball, he acts like a killer instinct, like Kobe. Mm-hmm. Or when I'm out, you're gonna if I'm talking to somebody, you're gonna be like yo, this dude he he like promotes black wealth, black success, like Michael Max or Martin Luther yeah. King. Or, yo, this dude, when he's out talking to people, he cares himself, like, or he cares about people like Jesus Christ. Or, you know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. that's how I do it. That's how I try to do it. I could say, right? say for myself, do I have these conversations with people? No, I, I don't, uh, mainly because, you know, they're, they're not these conversations aren't just normally just popping up in regular convo or, and I'm not also going to try and force it on somebody, but I know for myself, like how I view these people that I mentioned as at least how I would like to walk in that light. So when I say that, you know, when I look at AI, how he was always just managed to be himself and didn't really care about that. I, that I, I'm, I'm trying to walk in that light to be comfortable and be like, you know what, this is me. This is who I am. This is what I like. This is what I do. If that makes you uncomfortable, I okay because you know I've been uncomfortable my whole life. Now I'm about to finally uh, be comfortable and, and do what I do, do do as I please. And of course, I'm not trying to disrespect anybody or nothing like that. But I'm gonna just uh, care about my business. And then as far as like you know, uh, a Malcolm X and just how. I, I I love my people. I love my black people. I love my black culture. So, I mean, that's I, I I'm all about it. I'm all about it. I, there's more I can learn about it. There's more I can do about it. But I at least try to walk in that light to be to be about my people. Like I have this mindset that says, you know, when you see me, see you. Almost like my yeah. success is your success. You know, uh, even yeah. even on the flip side, you know, your your flaws might be my flaws. You know, I'm no better than you. You know, better than me, and we know different. We one in the same. So. I try, I, try, I try to walk with that mentality and keep that and spread that energy around as well. So that, so the way I, I walk and move, 
that comes from those influences that I like that I that, that I've seen that I try and and, and, ke- and keep that same energy towards. But as far as like a conversation, mm-hmm. no, nah. maybe I could be having these conversations more, give people some insight. But I don't know. I don't really know too much about that. But yeah, yeah. I hear what you're saying. Some, I mean, it's, it's just like I say. You know, I jump at every chance. I every chance I get to talk about it, but it's not something that right. you know, I talk about every day. I guess he should like try to like especially uh, I guess he should try to like talk about it every day. But I don't think you have to talk about it in the sense like um like 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 what you were saying earlier, Reggie, like force a conversation about it. Now. Right. Like actually like our debut like like what like what Jay I was saying. Like he's part like he was part of the BSU the BSU in at, at school. So whatever opportunity he got the opportunity to speak, he spoke, you know what I'm saying? And he let people know about Malcolm Knight, Martin Luther King or what they were really trying to get out, what they were really trying to do. So for us I feel like it's the same thing. Like we always come in contact with kids nowadays, kids, adults, anybody who going through something who need that help. So I feel like we don't have to say who our cultural influences are, but if the way we speak to them and the way we act towards them lets them know like, all right, yo, this kid, he's like, he's different. You know what I'm saying? This dude, he's different. Yeah. Like, even something as simple as, like, I've been, I've been wearing my Haitian bandana lately, you know? And Yeah, I remember. Yeah, I seen that. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, for me, yeah, it's a bandana, but that when I put that on, that just... It, it, I don't know, sun takes over me. Like, I really love wearing that, and I really love stepping on my front door with that on, and that's really the first thing you'll see. Oh, okay, he's Haitian, and then what that comes from that, from from the first uh, first free black nation, you know, that that's the, mm-hmm. that's the light I like to walk in, and then when I'm wearing it, and then I might hear a random sock passe, and I'm just like, okay, all right, yeah, they know, and, then, and I get that love, and I'm, I'm putting it out in the world. This is me. This is who I come from. Accept it, you know. That's how I feel about the motherland too. That's how I was doing. I was, I was about to make a change to my top five, and then put them. Put, I was just gonna put like because when you said the Afro, I was like, damn, I didn't know we could do things like that. I would have just said, I would just said the continent of Africa. Just put that up there. Right. But, That's iconic though. That is iconic. Saying. Like when you see that continent, that that shape of that, yeah, it's very iconic. I mean, no know. funny stuff. Yo, Kunta Kente is iconic. Yo. Od, <laughs> Od, Od. That's a symbol. Yo, 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 he, he's a sim. He, he's a symbol of, of what everybody could have been. You know what I'm saying? For real, for real. He, he, he left a hell of a family line. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, you put me on to watching everybody. Yeah. I've been, remember they, they made the remat was it a new one that came out 2016? Yeah, yeah. They just made a new one. Yeah, that joint. When I was watching, I'm like, damn, yo, this is. This is real crazy, though. It's not even, I'm saying, like, the movie itself, like, it's not even, like, it's not crazy. It's just what it represents is what's crazy. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, like the undertones of it. Yeah. How things can really get switched up. Like, yeah. Switched up. So, so yeah, I thought I was going to put that on my top five. I actually want to put that. That's part of my top five. That's yeah, that'd be a good party. You know what I'm saying, because because that shit that shit is iconic. Like it shows you how, like how we were really stripped of our culture, given given a whole different way of living or 
whatever, like we weren't even able to read because if we were able to teach ourselves how to read, we could learn exactly what everyone that was putting this down like like was really spitting to us and how and how messed up it was. You know what I'm saying? Like they look like they like they put like chains on our minds, bro. Like we wasn't just locked up physically, but we was locked up mentally, everything, bro. Like they really stripped us of our, of our identity. So, yeah, I took them, it. took us from our homeland, stripped us, stripped us of everything that we ever had. I'm not gonna lie. Sometimes, like just in my random day to day, I will have to, I, I stop and just really reflect on that. I'm like, damn, I really wasn't allowed to read. Damn, they really, <laughs> it really took me from a whole nation, and it's really like, and in 2017, it's kind of hard because a lot of times, you know, you hear a lot of stuff. People talking about, oh no, racism don't exist. This don't happen. No, I don't believe this. And then it's like, wait a minute, like, I, you know, I got my views on on the way it is, on the way the world is. Because I mean, when you pump your brakes and look at the, just let's just talk about America alone. Look at the treatment of people who look like me in this nation alone it's it's really ugly and i can't mm-hmm. help but have this mindset and there's people that i gravitate towards like a muhammad uh ali like a like a Malcolm max or even like alan iverson even though he's not in that bag but it's like i can't help but gravitate towards them because when you just check the whole history of this nation i mean damn like y'all really gave a brother no hope Yo, especially like, like Malcolm, especially for like the Malcolm X, Martin Luther King, Muhammad Ali, like these dudes, like, well, more Malcolm X and Muhammad Ali, these dudes, like, people said, like, you didn't have the opportunities that they have now to just go to the library and pick up a book and start reading, or all this internet access, like, homies really had to, like, meet, to, like, really try to educate themselves. Yeah. You feel me? Like you take sometimes you take it for granted, like what you were saying. Like sometimes I be walking around, and I just be thinking, like, yo, what's that new movie that came out with them girls? Um, some girls. It was like trying to be like, what is that? I think pilots or astronaut. Oh, oh, oh uh, hidden figures. Hidden figures. Yeah. Right, and Shirley Dad had to like educate herself and do like and and like like not just the minimum, but she had to do like above average. Like, yeah. Yeah, she but had to I, go I, above I, and beyond just to be oh, equal. Just equal, like, it's crazy. So, like, sometimes you take it for granted everything that we got because you're so used to it. But, bro, we back then, yo, I be thinking, like, yo, what if the slaves were, like, was like, yo, nah, I'm tired. I'm, 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 I'm not trying to be free no more. Like, or Harriet Tubman was like, yo, nah, I ain't going back for no more, no more, no more of my people. I'm telling, like, it would have been it, 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 it different, you feel me? But they had, like, a fight in them. So that's why, I, like I said, like I gravitate towards people like Martin Luther King, Malcolm X, um, Muhammad Ali, Kobe, like all those type of people because they have like a have like that dog, like that fight in them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. In the motherland. So, crazy, bro. But I mean, I feel like, especially us three, if we keep walking in that light, other people that we look forward to, like my man Tupac said, you know, I might not start a revolution but you know maybe i could spark the mind of that one person that will so i feel like yeah. you know i and i tell y'all all the time man I, I love what y'all doing love the love the light that y'all walking in i support everything that we all do as a collective but i mean i feel as if that 
one one day we're gonna get there, especially if we keep keep this energy, keep the keep learning. Please keep learning. Yeah, that's just unapologetic radio right here. Unapologetic, unapologetic radio right here is a gateway, though. Yeah, yo, the one thing y'all I've been saying, yo, and I'm kind of mad at my, my I couldn't bring my little brother with me on this or whatever. I wanted to just start teaching him early about the stock market and shit, yo, because there's so much stuff that I've been learning. I'm like, yo, if I would have known this, like. Even I couldn't have done that in 20 years ago because I, I was just a little kid or whatever. But you know what I'm saying? Like, yo, like, there's so much money in there, yo. Like, it's ridiculous. Yeah, I definitely, like you said, G, like, the access is everywhere. I've definitely been on YouTube a couple of times, you know, reading up on the stock market, learning about everything like that, finances. Because, I mean, eventually, you, you remember that bet we all made? Uh, and uh, this yeah, is, uh, I remember it. Okay, oh, all yeah. right. Okay, so so as long as we still remember it, yeah. So yeah, yeah. I remember that. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, we definitely yeah, I definitely been trying to learn it about the finances and making sure I you know I get I get what I'm supposed to get and how to make that maximize. Yes. Yeah. Legacy, legacy, legacy. Well, Jay Z, I don't even remember what song that was or whatever. Say it said ten years ago, I, I bought a paint for one million. Two years of paying gonna be worth four million. He said three years is gonna be worth eight million. I can't wait yeah, to give this like... shit to my children. <laughs> nah, but it's crazy. He was saying some real things in that in that song too, like how he was saying like uh, like he's like don't buy. He said something like a sound about a ticket. What's more important than a ticket? It's credit, something like that. Yeah. Like, these are things, like, growing up, man, ain't nobody teaches. But now we know it. Especially, and we still young, so. Just the little we can share, bro, is, is what we got to do. The little we can share. Man, yo, and, and, and he had to shut them old heads up, too, whatever he's saying. I can't remember how exactly the bar went, whatever. He's like, old heads, we need to fall back. It's Tupac had a nose ring, too. Like, he said something like that. I was like, yeah, yeah, yo, you're right. Now yeah. they're trying to knock everything these dudes doing or whatever. Tupac had a little... I don't know. Shakiness. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, so. Yeah, so. <laughs> but no, but in regards to that album, that album, just like um just like how I said about Malcolm X, um, how he was able to grow and evolve, that album shows that in Jay Z. He was able to grow and evolve. And I think, you know, a lot of times I'll say straight up, a lot of times when you look like me, you don't really get the chance to grow and evolve, you know, it's either because you might get stuck to wherever you were at or the system might have got you you know so I, li- I like seeing that I like I feel like when I listen to the album I feel like I was one of my homies that just grew up like I don't know maybe that's just me but the album the, al- the album he put he put he put people on game about about you know credit fatherhood and everything like that even though these are stuff that you've been hearing your whole life <laughs> you know but finally it took somebody to put it on 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 a record because like you said hip-hop can be controversial at times so it was good hearing somebody put that on a record and do it at a top quality level exactly to, to anything that you need especially now we can get it so people like struggling whatever people are going through now like not saying like um it's a bad thing but you can always move forward you know what i'm saying there's no reason why we should be stuck and the blueprint is laid out for you it's no more excuses. It's laid out for you. Like it's not gonna be a smooth ride. Of course, it's gonna be up down. You might go back. You might go forward. It's gonna be tough, but the blueprint's out there. You know what I'm saying? Success isn't an easy thing to get. Like I remember Jake was saying something like, 
about that like that NBA, like the Curry and the whole LeBron James, like how much the owners are making off of the players. And in my head when you were saying that, I was just thinking like, yo, honestly, like Yo, actually I got an exact number too. Got an yeah. exact number now too. Players I'll, the players only, only only like the player salaries like in total for teams or whatever. I can't remember which which professional sports league it was, but it was the highest paying one. Thirty six percent of the earnings go to the players. Wow. But I remember when you were saying something like that and I was thinking like if if you could just like put like come together, you could start like you can honestly black people black people in general, like just like there's so much that we could do we just like Unionize ourselves and like really, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, look at Ice Cube's big, the big three. That big three. that was major to me. That's major to me. That's major. The fact that he was able to 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 collect all of them, get get the promotion, get the money, and do it his way. I, I, and you could do that on a bigger scale. You could do that in for a five on five league with professional athletes, but. I, but like I said, you know, Ice Cube right now was setting a blueprint. Because it, it ain't nothing. Look how many summer leagues for homies balling in the summer, you know? Look how many summer, the Drew League and everything like that. You could honestly make your own league and get the money you want, you know? And if it's not about That's the true. money, you know, maybe the next generation of hoopers could get that money. Maybe y'all might have to sacrifice that paper and, and, and to make the, to make your own league, you know? You still getting the endorsement checks. You still getting Nike checks. You still getting T-Mobile checks. You might have to take that financial hit and create your own league. Who knows? Yeah. Right. Like that's what I'm saying. Like for me, like at this point where I'm at in my mind, and like everywhere where I'm at mentally and everything, I I just feel like there's no excuses for anything. Man. Okay. That's like what you're talking about now. People back then, what was their excuse? They didn't have an excuse, but they were still doing what they had to do. The slaves didn't have no excuse. They had an excuse, but they still did what they had to do. You know what I'm saying? My bad. They had an excuse, but they still did what they had to do to, to pave the way for us. Martin Luther King, Malcolm X, uh, Muhammad Ali, all the, all the greats, you know what I'm saying? They did what they had to do to set up for something. So what's our excuse? Like, we always looking for excuses. Why we can't do this, why we don't do that. Like, Drake had said something that was mad important one time, and like one of the one of the other unapologetic radio thing towards the end and the closing remarks, he was like, "Yo, I'm not." He, he Jig was like, "I'm not saying you shouldn't go to school. I'm not saying I'm not not saying that you don't go to school, but nothing like staying your lane. You know what I'm saying? And oh, not, well, you know, you remember? What I'm, you know what I'm talking about? I don't yeah, know what." Well, you, yeah, I think I think I think I said don't say something something's not for you just because yeah just because it didn't come easy to you. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. That just means you that I was actually telling my girl about this on on a, on a drive uh, the other day or whatever. It's like like expanding on that. It was like yo, like even though I like for me school school was it for her like school because she was always she always did good in school or whatever. But my thing is whatever to be good in school, yo, that takes effort. Yo. Ooh, does you know it. Does and it. if you, like, even to get through school, not even just to be good in school, just to get through college or whatever, that's, it takes right. effort. It takes a lot of time and effort or whatever. Right. And if you want to say that school isn't for you or whatever, and you're going to put all of that time and effort and dedication that you would have put into finishing college or whatever, into whatever grind that you that you about to fall back onto, then cool. 
but don't say school is not for you and then fall back on something where you're not going to put in no time, effort, and grind grind with it, because then that's that's lame, or whatever, you know what I'm saying? That's just you saying that you just don't want to do anything. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's basically what I'm trying to get at, like, a lot of people got so much excuses why they're not doing this, why they're not doing that, why they can't pay for this, why they can't pay for that, but, like, you know what I'm saying? There's no excuse, like, let's get to it. Yeah, it's a, it's a way it's a way to get a way to get in every market right now, man. Like yo, like I told y'all, I told y'all in the group chat, yo, homie, homie, what was his name? They call him Black Wall Street. Mm-hmm. I can't remember. I can't remember what his real name is. Or whatever. Went to jail when he was 16 years old, serving a 50 50 to life sentence for for a robbery homicide. He went oh, to jail. He couldn't. He couldn't read. He couldn't count. He could, well, he could, he could count, but he can only count like 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 little stuff or whatever. Fifteen years into his sentence, he's one of America's leading stock experts, and, he, and just off of investing the money that he makes off of his fifteen to twenty cent an hour prison job, he has a portfolio of over two hundred thousand dollars right now. Yeah, like without like, like you put your gig, like without excuse, bro. We don't have an yeah, like. Dude, bro. Like that's for real, for real, not an excuse because he couldn't read. Yo, that's so. You know what I'm crazy. saying that's what happens when people are allowed to evolve, man. He taught himself how to read, reading, reading, reading stock, reading stock, um, stock analysis in, in, the, in the business section of the newspaper. Yo, you gotta learn how to. You gotta. You gotta evolve, and you gotta know how to use your resources, bro. My yeah. guys in jail doing that, yo, and we some of us is free, and we can't even do that, though. So. No, that's a, a lot of us talk. So I remember homie was saying, do ET was saying, um, America, home of the free, land of the brave. You know what I'm saying? This is everybody home, but it's not. It's not. It's only. It's, it's like only for those who are brave enough to go after it, to go get it. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Everybody can live here, but not a lot of people gonna survive here. You know what I'm saying? It's only for those who are brave enough to go after it and go get it. So, go get it. Learn your history. Keep learning your knowledge. Put positive energy in the world. Follow the blueprint. And, you know, like I said, keep it unapologetic at all times, man. Yeah. Fellas, I, I feel like this was a real great conversation. Uh, we touched on some real important issues. And just give the people a little bit more insight to ourselves. You know, when... Um, I just want to end it with uh with some closing words from the homie Jake. Just want to just just stick with that, or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't let anybody tell you what, what you need to be. Don't let anybody put any limitations on you. Just just make sure you put everything in it. Put every for real, for real, everything in it to what you're doing. Don't. You know what I'm saying, and I heard, I heard it. It's not one of my, it's not one of one of my quotes, or whatever. But it's something that I really believe, or whatever. I, I heard uh Mano talking about it on on Instagram, or whatever. Like, yo, don't. Just because somebody's doing better than you doesn't doesn't mean that they're better than you. You know what I'm saying? It just means that they, they just got where they was going faster than you. Ten years from now you might you might you might be worth uh, you might be twice as good as them. It's just everybody gotta work at their own pace and don't let anybody rush your pace. I love that. I love that. I needed to hear that. Yeah. I love that. I love that. That's a fact. Well, all right, fellas. I'm gonna let y'all go to the listeners. Stay blessed. Keep it positive. Spread love. It's Unapologetic Radio. Peace out.